I'm trying to say is you annoy me. Ah. <laughs> uh, after all these years. Yep. It took you this long? I don't think that's what Sus was going for. No, I think it took me this long. Mm. Yeah, that sounds more like. <clears throat> yeah, that seems far Apropos. more likely. Uh, oh uh, she said the thing. Yep, I sure the fuck did. There's that <laughs> headache again. <laughs> There's Here's that Cyprus. Posse, and buckle up for the sex. It's the Apropos <laughs> Nothing podcast. With your hosts. Salsa. James. And Jenna. Wow. <laughs> All right. We're perky tonight. Yeah. yeah. Dance uh, party. Uh, we're recording online. <laughs> so if things are wacky and out of control with audio, that's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. We'll make sure mm-hmm. we get this levelated. Nobody will know the difference. Mm, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Levelator helps with leg now. Did you know? Lee, good. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm drinking... What are you drinking? <laughs> oh. Akintoshin 3 wood. Because mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's that kind of a uh, life. Because you're in a sand pit right now and you need to. Yeah. I gather. Yep. James, um, what are you drinking? I have decided to mix the last of this bottle. We did, we bought another one. I, uh, of the Whistler. Beekeeper select Irish honey. This is the one that tastes more like um, honeycomb than honey. Right. Yeah. Sort of darker and smokier. Uh, I've I put that in my Coke Zero here. Ew. That that poor booze. What did it do to you? Yeah. Ah, so it, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, All right. Okay. I already started drinking. Um. Joe had a random person hand him a couple of bottles, uh, a couple of unopened bottles of Jim Beam bourbon. Uh, oh. So I have bourbon and... Just a random person? I, it, it, there's more story to that, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> so I'm just going to say it was a random person. Because it was a random ac- encounter, at least. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, he was in yeah. the tall grass and a Pokemon handed him several bottles of Jim Beam. Man, I gotta start playing that game some more. So anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mixed that with some of my my apple cider, like mulled cider stuff, not my mm-hmm. hard cider, but the mm-hmm. soft cider. So now it's hard. <laughs> with bourbon. Oh. Bourbon hard. It's very tasty. I highly recommend bourbon ah. and uh, apple cider. Mm. Let's see. So we didn't record last week. No, mm-hmm. we did not. No, um, I was ill. Were you killing people while you were I, sick? <laughs> I mean, at least one person. Oh no! Do do we need to like get you out of the state for a bit, buddy? Like. <laughs> No, no. I uh, actually, uh, all all things 
being equal, ceteris paribus. Um, I ended up uh, so far, knock on wood, not infecting anybody yet. As far as we know. As far as you know. This is one instance, James, where it's okay to leave out the yet. Yeah. (sighs) I'm just... Yeah. It's okay. Um, You don't have to work towards that goal. No. Uh, No, No, thank you. If you could steer away from that goal, that'd be be great. Hmm. Um, So, uh, was this your first time? Yes, with, yeah. With the COVIDs. Yeah. How was that for you, buddy? It was pretty fucking miserable mm. to the point mm. where uh, Jax was saying, you know, that whatever, uh, be damned, they hadn't caught it. And so they weren't going to. And maybe it was a good idea for us to snuggle anyway. And I said, honey, I wouldn't do this to you Aww. ever. I, I would never want you to feel this physically miserable. Uh, was it fatigue? Uh, fatigue, whole body aches, chills, sure. um, digestive problems uh, mm. at every possible place. Um, and just, you know, uh, just like full headache, sinus bullshit. Yeah, it was uh, it was real fucking terrible. Mm. So no, thanks. <sighs> No hospitalizations, no. Were you? Did you have problems breathing or tasting things or smelling things at all? Uh, no. Uh, just the opposite. Often, um, the the medication Paxlovid is a, a wonder drug. It is. It's okay. Fucking incredible. Um, I tested negative today, so instead of it being a you know ten to fourteen day stretch until mm. a negative test, um, today is day eight. And nice. that's a medical miracle. Um, so the downside of Paxlovid and really kind of the only downside of Paxlovid is that there is a continual metallic taste in your mouth. Yeah. Mm, pennies? The, All of no. the pennies? No, not pennies? Mm, no, like a tin, um, like a sour tin something like a corroded metal like you got a battery in your mouth a little worse a little worse than that uh, frankly um it was the same kind of thing that i faintly pick up when i drink something that has fake vanilla in it or uh, Mm. yeah uh, other synthetic flavors like that but the uh the way that i described it to someone was that it was like about 20 to 30 minutes after I had a shot of Malort. That oh, 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 sweet pea. No. Like bitter bile flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it's uh, like secreted by your mouth. So there's no escaping it. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah. And now, uh, now that I've gotten through all of the doses, it's gone that that flavor i can and i could always taste things that were good you know uh yeah it was you just also had that taste as a consistent existence gross i don't like it like i don't i i mean obviously like if i had a a bad case of covid and Mm -hmm. they were like here take this 
Uh, the downside is that's going to taste like 20 minutes after you had some Malort. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would do it, but I would, I, it'd be a close call. I don't, I don't, I don't, mm, I did it. Mm, I would buddy. do it again. Um, yeah, like 20 minutes, the, that lingering, malingering flavor, uh, is bad, but you know, you can cope. It's uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I picked up something else uh, last uh, last weekend. Aside from COVID? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, a friend gave me a classic console, um, a PlayStation classic. Okay. And uh, it's, a, it's so small. It's so tiny. It's like two decks of cards next to each other. Uh, okay. But it's it styled like the old gray PlayStation, PlayStation one, because um, there's a like five minute hack you can do without having to go inside it and solder anything where you can okay. just put all of the games you want on it oh. instead That's of the 20 adorable. that it comes with. And yeah. so uh, I have a PlayStation plugged into the TV behind me that has um 430 something games on it. Ah. Yeah. Um, all of the it's games that I a couple days. have owned. Uh, <laughs> and uh, when I when I got super sick, I was like, well, at least I have this. And then I couldn't stare at a TV for any amount of time. Uh-huh. I had the uh-huh. same thing. I was like, I'm going to finally have time to play video games and watch <laughs> Netflix shows. And then uh. I was just too tired to do that yeah. time enough at last mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean like so I've had COVID three times now mm-hmm. because I don't know uh, reasons and a slut for disease I that's not the first time somebody <laughs> said that to me so anyway uh, but no, like the very first time, it sounds like what your your response, James, was somewhere in between my first and my third. Because the and second one, I was second. Com- no, my second one was completely asymptomatic. Uh, so <laughs> mathematically, mm-hmm. you might be Ma- correct, but in actuality, that's not. No, I understood what you were saying. You're just wrong. You're wrong, Salsa. You're wrong, and you should feel bad about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, Salsa doesn't understand this, but uh, between green and red on the color spectrum is yellow, and uh, purple does not appear in the visible spectrum of light. It is just what your brain fires off when your cones for green and red fire, but uh, not in the... Sp- uh, and and or pardon me, when blue and red fire, but not the ones for green. Uh, How is this relating? So in between the two, but not at the center of the spectrum. I get it. That was, that was a long walk. Uh, Anyway, no. So symptomatically between when I first had COVID (laughs) Without any kind of vaccines or anything, and I was just on my ass for three weeks, and I couldn't mm. do a goddamn. Um, and then the last time I had it, I had, you know, like some 
some aches and some tired and some a complete lack of focus and some other stuff, but not it wasn't it wasn't that first time for sure. And it sounds mm. like your symptoms symptomatically were between my first and my third. <laughs> Which would make it symptomatically your second. Fuck you. No, my <laughs> second one symptomatically what? was glorious. <laughs> It was completely asymptomatic. Radiant. It was angelic, even. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. I wouldn't go that far. But anyway. <laughs> Such an asshole. <laughs> Why do I do this again? Um, okay, so. Huh? Glutton for punishment? A slut for disease. <laughs> a slut for disease. Okay. A slut for disease. <laughs> so now you're a disease. That seems right. Okay with it. You, you probably were before, but you are now too. I can imagine a whole salsa ward. Uh, oh my god! Apropos of fucking nothing. Uh, <laughs> she said the thing. She said the she thing. Said the thing. <laughs> she said it. But for realsies, like a couple of days ago, uh, mm-hmm. the the answer for Wordle. Was salsa. Ooh. I was so irritated. What did I do? Well, <laughs> your your name, or at least the word salsa, was the yes. answer for Wordle a few days back. And I like I solved it and I was irritated. Number one, that it took me as, as many tries as it did. Number two, that it was your fucking name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, you know, I uh, I called up Mr. John Wordle and I said, uh, you know what? He doesn't own it anymore. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Two can play at this technical game. Story. I oh, called up Mr. Oh, John Wordle oh, and uh, oh. he said, I don't own it anymore. You got to talk to the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> got to talk to the New York Times. Oh, oh. Yeah, is is, is so that I what he said? Up Mr. Times. Okay. And, uh, and, and okay. Said, How did you get this number? <laughs> yeah, mm. he's right. Um, and then coincidentally, he he used my name. Mm. Ah. So he was irritated too. That makes me feel better. Ah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was a complete side tangent. I know we don't do that, but thank you for uh, thank you for going along with that. Oh, that okay. trip. oh, yeah. Better than whatever James was talking about. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not the clothes that make your mom look fat. It's the visible spectrum of light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, James, you can have that one now. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Uh, actually, if sure anyone could deliver that one. To everyone. Yeah, if, if you could explain purple and that one little sliver of yellow. <laughs> the one uh, like mm-hmm. right in between the the yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and um, one dog so uh, my wife has covid now oh which means i've been living in the basement uh, um so that's been <laughs> fun and of course, this last weekend was one of the busiest weekends for the kids like activities yeah right. So it was like I was running around everywhere. Oh, sweet pea. No, we had 
we had a good time. It was fun. Um, took my kids to um, Monster Jam was in town. Oh, I think son, I heard about that. Yeah, my son is getting really into monster trucks and hell yeah, you know, Hot Wheels and and things like that right now. So mm-hmm. so we surprised him with with uh, tickets to Monster Jam. Oh, that's amazing. And it was it was kind of funny because my daughter, <laughs> she's like. I knew monster trucks were a thing, but I didn't know they were a thing. <laughs> like she thought monster I, trucks oof. were toys. Oh, great. Yeah. She didn't realize that there were Big, real bigger. I mean, they are like, still toys. They're just yes, but like way bigger. Yeah. yeah. She didn't realize that there was a whole like vehicle called a monster truck that you could get mm. in and drive around. She yeah. thought monster trucks are these little toy monster, you know, because you get toys that are do weird things. Yeah. And they don't exist. Uh-huh. In oh, life. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it would be so like yeah, they're being to, a life-size Gundam. The, yeah. To see that. In Japan. And I, I was a little disappointed because we didn't have any, any like robo truck or anything like that at this event. Oh, um, I've been to a, I'm, I was at a monster jam like 20 years ago with mm. some friends and mm-hmm. they had the 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 truck that turns into Truckosaurus. a truck that eats a car. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that was pretty cool. And they didn't have anything like that at this event. But, well, but that's okay. My kids still had a grand old time. Oh yeah. And, Yay. And, and it Very was funny cool. because like we get there and my my son is just like, Oh, you know, it's this truck and this truck and this truck and this is their <laughs> name. And he knew them all. Oh, like, of course amazing. he did. He knew all of, of them. So I at one time also had like Of course you did. Mentally cataloged all of the all of the monster trucks. <laughs> God. But there was like there was his, Be careful, Salsa. Your son will grow up to be James. Oh God. I should euthanize him now. Oh <gasps> my god. Yeah, you don't want to wait and adultanize him later. Okay, there's the joke. I was looking for it. <laughs> Uh, and I missed it because it's not good. Yes. Uh, okay. No, you weren't there for it, but you didn't miss it. Uh, okay. Uh. That's that's correct. Oh <laughs> my god. So I still yeah, remember pretty yeah. worn down and tired <laughs> because oh, of that. Just because you're been, well, because I've been sleeping on a futon and mm-hmm. running around with the kids by myself. So <sighs> hopefully she feels better soon. I hope so too. Yeah. I mean, I hope so for her sake, not yours, but like me too. I if you yeah. happen to benefit from it, that's really fine. for the kids' just... benefit. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it's hers, kids. then the kids. Yeah. Then like, you know, like their aunts and uncles and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, then grandparents. Yeah, then the, the cats. cats. Yep, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yep. The cats are a little pissed um, off about the current arrangement. Sure. Yeah. No. Uh, so like you're on the list though, salsa is what yeah. we're saying. You're you're on there. He's on a list. You know what? <laughs> He's on more than one list. He did That's just make a list. euthanization joke. <laughs> Was it a joke? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, hey, I did a thing last night. Oh. Mm. So I have my ladies' yoga group. Uh, we don't do yoga. Um, but there is a wine called yoga, so we call ourselves a yoga group now. That is brilliant. Yeah. Never, yeah. never felt more calm and collected. 
Then after I did some yoga. That is yeah. beautiful. And I respect uh-huh. you now, which sounds mm. odd, but you know what? Eh. I'm going to say it publicly. I respect you right now. Clip it. Clip it, James. Clip yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> okay. Make it. Make a note of the time on that. <laughs> uh, and Jenna's oh, gone. No, I frozen. Yeah, it's because I said I respect. Yeah, your respect was too much for her connection. Yeah, yep. no, I should. Uh, she didn't have the bandwidth for it, literally uh, like or metaphorically. And then, there we go. Okay. Oh, oh, hello. I was like, oh, <laughs> "Fuck, I'm time traveling again." <laughs> and I just ranted until I stopped. Oh, that's okay. Um, we weren't talking about you at all. Fuck off. <laughs> um. So anyway, we we decided to take a ladies trip, a little little field trip, as it were. Um, oh. One of the ladies uh, worked with a person who is uh, producing the ice maze at the Wisconsin Tattersall Distillery. Mm, cool shit. Yeah, so we got some tickets for for this ice maze, right? Nice. Um, really cool lighting. Uh, there's also an ice slide. Uh, and just and also booze. It's right that there. Awesome. Um, so I played sober cab and piled everybody into my Honda Pilot, and we went out there, hmm. and we're like, okay, mm-hmm. we're here for the ice maze. There, there, there was no ice maze. Oh. There, they did it melt they, or it melted. Oh no! <laughs> and oh. so what they had set up was the the torchlight maze, and it was like cement <laughs> cinder blocks making a low wall, like not low, like sure. I mean, uh, to my eyes. Okay, so, so like, like yeah, like for everybody else, kind of about thereish, yeah. <laughs> um, but. It wasn't even in my eyes. I think maybe more shoulder. Mm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably about my shoulder. Um, and they Jenna, had Jenna. Your eyes are up there. Yeah, but my breasts are down here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Kay>. Yay! <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, that was <laughs> the older I get, the more I have to lift. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was it was all all of the the maze was redone in cinder block, but they have had like uh, torches, mm-hmm. um, hmm. possibly previously called tiki torches, depending mm-hmm. on on where you're at with language. But yeah, so mm-hmm. just there's a whole bunch of those all over the maze. Plus they had the lighting. Plus they had whatever. Um, and so it it was it was now the torchlight maze. It was just, yeah. So it was, it was a little less exciting than what we were anticipating, uh, except for um, the walls had melted, but there was still ice on the ground. Ooh. Oh, no. So I want it's you to picture... Really exciting suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> picture five middle-aged women of various areas of health and ability hmm. uh, trying to wander this maze. <laughs> just on ice uh, so sober sobriety levels are questionable mm-hmm. well we didn't we actually didn't have that much before we went in because we got oh, there okay. maybe about 20 minutes before our slotted time so uh, had a, a little sampling but yeah we didn't we didn't imbibe much until after hilariously okay. yeah 
Mm. Did not yet imbibe hilariously. <sighs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I made the joke that we should they should rebrand it as the the middle aged woman's uh, walking adventure. Um, <laughs> Unintentional curling. Maybe it was. I mean, with with the women or I'm I'm. Where do the brooms come from? Don't don't answer that. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm just picturing those like Super Mario Brothers levels, the ice worlds, where suddenly mm. like. You can't slow down or stop the same way. Sure, <laughs> sure. No, it was it was it was an adventure. We're gonna go with adventure. Okay. Um. Luckily, there were cement cinder block walls that were at my shoulder level height, so you could <laughs> kind of hold on as you were walking around. Hmm. It was like a very tall railing as you're walking through this maze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and we got to the center, and Otto was there from Frozen. So Aww. we got we got to meet a princess, and we got to carve our names. They had in the center. They had some ice blocks that were not oh. finished melting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got to carve our names into the ice with a a nice a little tool. Nice. Uh, and yeah. There was that, and and then we went back and we drank, and that was fine. But yeah, it was one of those things. It's the good part of the story. Yeah, yeah, we're back. (laughs) Oh, we we did the ice slide though first. Oh yeah, it sounds like you were already there, but they had to replace it with cinder blocks. And yeah, uh... Yeah, no, the the ice slide was still there. The ice slide was still up and structurally (laughs) slidey, I guess. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I did not do the ice slide. I just didn't feel the need. Huh. Um, but I took pictures and video of everybody else doing it. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was just one of those things where it's like the best laid plans. And then like, we had just enough of that, that sun and rain and above freezing mm. where the mm-hmm. ice maze just was was not mm-hmm. an ice maze so i mean we still had fun and like i came out of it and we were all kind of like huh we just did that and i was like okay i've seen worse exhibits at the renaissance festival so <laughs> that's a nice. that's a very low bar well like and people pay more for them drag. too like mm-hmm. the what? Like the donut truck by the track? Mm. Oh my god. That was like one day Bill was out too, so he took pictures. <laughs> yep. Ah, yep. those were the days. Yeah. I mean, one person One person had mentioned like the dungeon isn't all that great, and I've never been through it, so I can't. Yeah. It's not for anyone above the age of five. All right. So, well, um, yeah, so that, that was the thing I did is basically slid my way through a maze. (laughs) Uh, yep. Cool. It was, uh, that was what I was going to talk about. That was my um, story. My story is that my show opened. Mm. Yeah, uh, James is two for that matter, but yeah, mm. whatever. Um, 
Yeah, no, we uh, opened Fearless Five Mythology, and it's it's real good. Yeah, it's pretty fucking entertaining. Mm. It's uh, quite enjoyable. Um, I've heard a lot of good things by a lot of people, and um, <laughs> we have. So, when you say you're going to write mythology, five different plays by five different authors on the topic of mythology, mm-hmm. right? There are certain expectations that you would have. Hmm. Certain, you know, ideas and themes, and one of the things like that mythology. <clears throat> what? Yeah, you know what I meant. One <laughs> of the things that absolutely amazed us. Was that in all of the scripts with all of the characters, there was not one single script that had an overlap in character. Really? Mm -hmm. The closest that they got was one script had Venus and one had Aphrodite. Oh. But other than that, there was no two scripts that had a Zeus. There was no two scripts that had an Odin. There was no two scripts that had Jesus. There was mm. none of that. Like all of the scripts had a really wide diaspora and it's mm-hmm. not like it. none of them were really sticking with a single pantheon. Mm. And so you had a really big spread, but still there was no overlap in characters, which surprised the heck out of us. Yeah. So, so you really did get a good variety mm-hmm. of of different stuff. You know, there obviously there was Greek and Roman mythology, and there was, was, you know, but but there was like the Cthulhu mythology, and there was mm-hmm. Norse mythology, and there was you know like it it really did run the gamut uh, okay. a bit. That was um, one of the things that I've noticed in previous years is that there was some common thread of something that seemed to exist in each of the shows almost as if it was the the through line and i i know that in a few years it was completely unintentional there are a couple of years where it may have been more intentional or where they may have said like oh this thing appears in five or in four of the five shows let's just put it in the fifth something like that or have it as a prop or something like that but <clears throat> um i did I not think- Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't notice anything like that this year. I didn't so, see anything. Yeah, there was nothing like that this year. Yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I was one of the, the, the main people behind it in past mm. years. And we we never intentionally had anything uh, the many years that I did it. Uh, so pretty much everything before the pandemic. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there was never anything intentional there. Um, there was, uh, I mean, sometimes there's a duplication of props, mm-hmm. but that happens because somebody brings in a prop and somebody else is like, oh, I could make that work for this thing. Sure. But it's not an artistic choice. It's a budgetary choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like budgetary inconvenience type stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like. Uh, we had talked about at one point having more of a through thread, like intentionally, mm-hmm. um, but it never happened. Uh, not at the time, not 
any of the like six or seven yeah. times that I was involved with it. So and we did have that conversation this year about having a prop that would be mm. in all of them, you know, just kind of be the, the pineapple or, or whatever it is that just appears mm-hmm. in the background. And that was, you know, yeah. Jenna's looking confused. There's a TV show called psych. And okay. one of the, uh, I just know about pineapples as swinger things or as <laughs> hospitality yeah. show them off things from like yeah. the, the back in the day. Yeah, no. So there, there's a TV called called TV show called psych. And one of the things mm-hmm. that okay. they did is in every episode, they put a pineapple <laughs> in the background somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just for fun. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we had. Like the first, the, when, when I was directing for dreams, mm-hmm. um, we had this giant pine cone um, that I had brought in because huh. uh, one of, in in one of the sequences that I was directing, there was a person who had a pile of random stuff, mm-hmm. and right. I brought this pine cone in, and somebody else saw it and was like, "Oh, that would work really good in mine." And mm-hmm. then it it became something that was put then as a prop in every hmm. in every piece, just as a background. I don't dressing. know that it made it into every piece. It did, yeah. No, the the pine cone was in all five shows. Let's Just have a fight about background. It. I, uh... But yeah, we but we talked about it this year, and we really couldn't find anything mm. or anywhere that something yeah. like that would fit. Um. So, well, and one of the things that I noticed in, uh, for example, the dreams one or the space one or uh, a, a couple of other ones is that there was something conceptually that got brought up accidentally mm-hmm. in, I think, all five of the dreams uh, scripts. So that when we were doing that, the initial read through somebody would mention it in their script and everyone would go, Oh yeah, that's in my script too. Or I, I talked about something, uh, Dorothy from Oz, something like that. But you I know, do remember Dorothy being mentioned once or twice throughout the course of the stuff. Uh, and but I don't yeah. remember what it was for the, for those five scripts, but before it, it was just weird that there was that curious duplication in so many places of a, mm-hmm. of a specific cultural touchstone. I think there's a couple of things that yeah. I've got in my brain as yeah. far as this, this, this kind of phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. <laughs> do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Okay. Uh, anyway, so um, the first thought that I have is that Sometimes if we see one thing of happenstance, uh, like one connective thing, we look for it to connect through everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we can sometimes make that happen, like subconsciously. Mm -hmm. Or... Seeking individuals. Yeah, that's that's what we do as people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or or make more of it happen, if not the entire thing. Or or what have you, right? Um, But that leads into my larger thing. So, like... Um, in some circumstances, like, cause I remember in dreams, Dorothy was only mentioned twice, uh, two different things. I mean, one of them was 
all about Dorothy, but like... Right. And the other one was just a mention, but that was only in two of them. It didn't come up for all five, at least not by the time it got from the writers to the directors. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's easy to like remember it being more than that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing that... Um, that that can definitely happen in these things as we're trying to seek patterns. Mm. Uh, but the other thing is, uh, is that we do have a cultural subconscious or zeitgeist where mm-hmm. there are things when you say a word, somebody will have the next thing. That's that's how improv games like convergence happen. That's how mm, like sure. psychology tests. If I say black, you say. Pictures of my parents fighting. Oh, my God. You know the answer I'm looking for, though. <laughs> Probably. What's the answer? White? Yeah, that's okay. it. Like, yeah. there are things in our yeah. zeitgeist, cultural whatevers that just come mm-hmm. out. Um. So, like, I, I... And I see this a lot in storytelling, too, where you'll have, like, a topic that you're given for storytelling... Or uh, when I did in the encyclopedia show, like edutainment things, there were certain mm-hmm. uh, themes or or people even that would get talked about in those things. If you're given a topic, your brain's going to reach towards what's, especially as performers or writers, what's going to connect with the audience. And so you're going to grab for some of that zeitgeist thing right away. Mm. So I've had, I've. Yeah. I've had an opportunity to study this one at length over the past 10 years of like storytelling and, and whatnot. Like it's, it's pretty common. When I did the body show last time, there were two Mm -hmm. perimenopause bits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mine was one, but it's also such a big prevalent thing because we really didn't acknowledge perimenopause as a thing up until recently. Mm -hmm. So now it's just on the forefront of, of the mind of pretty much everybody with a uterus. Uh, (laughs) Roughly half the population. It's like, oh, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. So, well, and uh, it reminds me of two things. Uh, speaking speaking of linked things, uh, one of them is I a long time ago read an article about somebody deciding to go and waltz with llamas, costumed llamas, because they had really want to know out. how we got to costumed llamas <laughs> just like that. They had found out uh, that. Uh, because a friend had mentioned it in casually in conversation as one may, uh, that there was a llama ranch near their parents' place where you could waltz with llamas. And then that person started seeing articles and, um, news snippets on the 11 o'clock news and, and that kind of thing. And, it, and their focus, like you said, they became aware of it very much like seeing your own car on the freeway. Once you're aware, like, sure. And, intimately aware of your car's own shape you start seeing that car everywhere Mm. but uh, unless it's a kia soul in which case they really fucking are everywhere Uh, no that that one is an actual like statistical thing yeah uh but then uh the other thing that it reminded me of is uh liminal spaces photos of liminal spaces that are designed to look like places that you have been or where the most common comment is i'm pretty sure i've been here i think this was Mm. my daycare or my i think my parents worked here or i this was you know some something 
uh, and somebody psychologically broke down the phenomenon of familiarity in liminal space pictures. And uh, it, it reminds me of this. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of fucking fascinating. But yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Well. So, uh, if, so if what we're saying is, uh, it's one more weekend. You should go see the show. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really, really funny. It's very good. I I've I heard good things. Laugh. Yeah. So, Holy fuck. Yeah. That's, the costumes that's are amazing too. Yeah. All right. Should we take a break? Well, I need another drink. I do too. If you guys like what you heard, you can visit us on our website at aonpodcast.com. If you want to talk to us directly, you can send us an email at either Jenna, Salsa, or James at aonpodcast.com or collectively at feedback at aonpodcast.com. familiar with this myth james oh yeah the myth of aldi different different thing no oh. are we recording one. yet y- yes but like actually back for the podcast uh, we're back I'm, <laughs> I'm aldi i'm angry and confused <laughs> i uh, god damn it all right. Uh, hey, gentlemen, I have a question for you. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. When is it okay to lie? I mean, that is an <laughs> extremely complicated question that we're not going to be able to fully cover here today. What? No way. <laughs> Give me My some examples. Is. My answer is whenever it benefits me. Mm, I see. Mm. <laughs> to the detriment of others? Uh-huh. Okay. I, fuck them. No, I seriously. Have um, I a lot of complicated say, answers, but I have one very simple one. Uh, never? No. Uh, oh, less simple than that. But I, I was going to say, um, when... Lying or telling a mistruth to somebody is specifically designed to enhance their future enjoyment. For example, a surprise party, if you know that they are the kind of person who will enjoy a surprise party, um, a gift that you want to be a surprise for them, if they are the kind of person who enjoys those, and so forth, uh, that's... That's okay. So there's yeah. therein lies my biggest issue entirely. Uh-huh. Like you went straight to my fucking point. Ah. Uh, because I hate it when people assume on my behalf what I do and don't need to know. And a sure. lot of people mm-hmm. uh will will tell a casual little white lie or a whatever uh to hmm. spare feelings. Um, or to, to try to soften a blow or something like that. Hmm. And it drives me insane. I hate that shit. Don't, don't lie to me and say that my puppy dog is in heaven. 
or out at the farm or whatever. Just tell me it's mm-hmm. fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never going to do Santa Claus with Jessa. Uh, I got overruled by the grandparents, like uh, all of them. It yeah, was kind yeah. of a thing. Um, I, I feel like oftentimes we think we know what's best for somebody mm-hmm. and will then lie on their behalf or for their betterment. Mm-hmm. But that is us making that judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a little either assumptive or sometimes even controlling. And I don't mm-hmm. like it. I do not like it. So that's that's where I'm like, mm, yeah, when, when you say for somebody else's betterment, mm-hmm. I mean, I I agree. There are certain things. If they said, gosh, I would love for somebody to throw me a surprise party someday. Yep. That would be okay. But so many other times we assume that Mm -hmm. everybody loves surprise parties. Therefore, if we throw a surprise party, everybody is going to love it. And then Salsa is awkward and pissed when we throw him a surprise party. (laughs) Because he doesn't want that. <laughs> I would also's really favorite cool. surprise party would be where everybody leaves a gift after uh he arrives and we're like surprise we're leaving and he'd be like I I was the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I was on a razor's edge of turning around and walking out the door. Mm. <gasps> Did this happen to you? Oh yeah. I thought that's oh. what you were referring to. Nope. Oh, no. No, I was not referring to this. I was I there for this? I don't know. I mean, I took a hit to the head, so this is a possibility. This was but a good like ten years ago, but yeah, no. Uh, uh, it's like <laughs> my wife was like, "Yeah, let's go hang out at Matt's house," and I was like, "Sure, mm-hmm. okay, whatever." And we got there, and everybody was there, and it was like, "Surprise, happy birthday!" And I stood in the doorway for a solid ten count, debating whether or not to just turn around and walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did did you have a conversation with your wife after that to be like, hey, please don't ever put me she, in this position again? She knew. She knew. Okay. <laughs> so then she wasn't lying to you for your betterment. She was lying to you for hers. Which feeds back into your original answer <laughs> of I uh, lie my, when it my, benefits my serious me. Answer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, so you have a different answer than the one that you gave us? He was about to tell yeah. us, and then he you kind lying? of like, you actually talked over him, James, and I was like, uh-huh. nope, I'm just letting this one happen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i not even okay. going to stop it. <laughs> it's, there is no formula. There is no okay. line. There is no way of saying, in this scenario, there, there's no rubric that you can apply saying in this scenario under these conditions with this, you know, checkbox marks with, you know, if you, if this, then this, unless this, there is none of that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like every single social interaction we have ever had in our life. Lying is just, should I tell that story about the time I was on that boat? when I'm at a party and somebody is talking about, you know, 
the the boat that he just bought do i talk about oh yeah i was in a boat once and this one thing happened or do i not say that there is no formula it is just a spur of the moment like decision that you have to make lying is much the same way it is you have to take the temperature of the situation you're in you have mm. to run it across okay. a whole bunch of different social cues and nonverbal and and you know mm-hmm. 15 different things that are going the on the expectations that you understand to be desirable and you make a choice like... and you make a choice <sighs> and it's right or wrong <sighs> sometimes it's the wrong choice to make sometimes it's the right yeah. choice to make but i wouldn't say oh oh, you know, I lying to you for this reason. It's, I told you this one lie here because of a slew of things. <laughs> Much okay. like I decided to talk now as opposed to keeping my mouth shut. It's hmm. every social interaction is this complicated set of parameters and you're just kind of winging it. And lying is the same thing. It's, it's really, really, there, there is no universal law. There's, it's every situation has its own. Uni- this reminds me of a specific therapy thing, but uh, James has his <laughs> finger up. Uh, so I'm dirty. <laughs> I have, uh, I have thought of another time when it is always okay to lie. Um, and that is, I'm probably not even the correct person to talk about this. And uh, I would be uh, thrilled if Jenna expanded on this. Um I was wondering if you were going to bring something specific up, and I think I think I know where you're going uh-huh. with this. Uh, continue. Um, if you are a person who feels that their physical safety is could be called into question by telling someone the truth, for example, if you are in a situation where someone is hitting on you, <clears throat> and you do yep. not welcome their advances. Sure. There is a huge part of the population, more than half yep. <laughs> of the population <laughs> who mm. would be very seriously taking a risk. Yeah. To be very direct mm-hmm. about disinterest. Right. And so societally they for their own safety need to be permitted to give a fake phone number to uh, excuse themselves for a reason to have a friend call and bail them out. Uh, Whatever, whatever it is, they have to be permitted to lie in order to maintain their own bodily security. And that is incredibly important so uh i i would agree with that and i would add to that um to me there are there are a few rules uh Mm -hmm. that we in general uh live by as individuals and the first one is survival Mm -hmm. uh whatever it takes to survive Mm -hmm. that is what we do that is what people are programmed to do that's what every animal every living being is trying to survive. That is the great universal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as human beings, we also have this concept of safety. Uh, mm-hmm. They can be very similar. They can overlap a lot. 
having an area of safety definitely contributes to your survival. Um, and so safety is a part of that as well. Uh, after, after survival, basic survival is met and say, I'm basically going into, um, the, the hierarchy of needs really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, after survival safety, after all of those things are met, those, those base need things that I think is where we can start being more picky about things like integrity. Um, and sure. like that's uh, like <laughs> mm -hmm. if I have to lie for my own survival or safety, then that is absolutely the law of the land, and that is what I will do. Uh, if I am lying be to get out of an uncomfortable situation that is not threatening, it's just emotionally tricky. Mm -hmm. That's where I have a harder time. I'm like, mm. Mm, I don't, I don't, I, and it's a little, I've. I've been in so many shit situations, <laughs> like things that are harder for other people aren't necessarily as hard for me. So sometimes <laughs> it's harder for me to flip that inverse. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. well, <sighs> time for me to have the hard conversation. And I think there are a lot of people that look to me to have those hard conversations hmm. um, in, in various situations. Uh, there was a situation uh, where somebody had to get let go of a, a, a theater show um, because they were causing problems. And everybody was like, well, you're up, Jenna. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I know. I know I'm going to be the person to do it because I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pussyfoot around. I'm going to be honest about what it is. I'll do it nicely or as mm -hmm, nicely mm -hmm. as somebody can for that situation. Yeah. But I, you know, um. I, uh, Joe often picks on me uh, for what we call my integrity. And that is, if I say I'm going to do something, mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, a thousand percent. Whether that means I signed a thing at a hotel that we were staying at with my name uh, that said, this is a smoke-free property, and by signing this, you agree that you are not going to smoke on this property. Mm -hmm. And so then I walk off the property to have a cigarette. Mm -hmm. That's where I draw my lines. Like, if I say I am going to do something, I do it. And I'm not going to lie about it to get out of me having said I would do a thing. Um... I'm not going to lie about emotions unless I think it's going to be harmful uh, to myself mm. or the other individual. And that does mean that sometimes I'm making a judgment call and I hate that. Um, and I will, I, but I have a tendency to default to honesty. I just do. I don't, I, uh, I don't like lies. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, like, I think the the safety and the security things are big things, but when we start getting into the the things beyond having those base needs met, that's where things get trickier as far as lying. I, if, man, I'm not... Statute of limitations has run out. I have lied so much when I was on welfare to make sure that I would be able to provide mm. for my child. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, you know, because that absolutely. is a fucked up program. Oh yeah. Um, 
yeah, that's survival. That you just do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's after those base things. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other thing I was going to bring up is there is one time where I give everybody blanket permission to lie to me. Uh, and in fact, don't bring it up at all. But if we're at a place that you know has mice, mm-hmm. just don't tell me about it. If you see one when we're out and about and I haven't seen it, don't tell me about it. If I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, does this place have mice? If I haven't seen it, it doesn't exist. And the answer is no. Even if you just so, watched one run by. So the But that is a is, specific blanket permission thing. Consent. And it's, it is consensual. Well, yep. And, and that all actually does bring up the, con- the, the question of lying through a mission. Right. Yes. Where does that lie? Because uh, mm-hmm. if I simply don't tell you something, mm-hmm. am I lying to you? Yes. Because when when you do it, it's I definitely lying. You, <laughs> I I don't tell you a lot of things that go on in my life because you don't want oh, to know God about that. them. <sighs> but I'm not don't. telling you about them. Please don't. <laughs> So there, there's a know, difference between omission and lying by omission. Exactly. But is, you know, where does that fall? Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think there should be a different phrase or whatever that we have for the concept of lying through omission. Huh. Because to me, line line through omission is um if there is information that somebody has that is false and you know that to be false um it is not giving them the correct information that's that's my best definition of line throw mission mm-hmm. hmm. right uh if salsa doesn't tell me about all of the sex he had the other night uh i don't care i've right i'm sorry i don't i've been married want... for over 10 years i'm not happy you just said that you've been in the basement for the past week so i'm obviously making this up i hope maybe (laughs) i don't want to overthink it but that's kind of to the point right like i don't want to know and it doesn't affect me it's not a thing that i Mm -hmm. have any i i didn't Mm -hmm. say yeah well i mean you know when you guys were banging the other night uh, if salsa didn't correct me, I guess that might be a lie of omission. But there's also the the secondary level of it that's like, does it does it affect? Mm-hmm. But then right? again, the question of does it affect you becomes that judgment call, that gray area. Yeah. You know, Are you um, making at what, a what point does it affect you? Right. You know, and and so it, and... it is, and which is why I was saying earlier. It's yeah. it's that whole. Remember when there was like in Congress the laws about pornography, and they were like, "I can't define it, but I know it when I see it." Yep. And that's kind of mm-hmm. the similar situation here: is the calculus that needs to go into whether or not it's okay to lie. Mm-hmm. Here is, I'll know it when I see it. <laughs> And, and I'm going to get it wrong. I'm absolutely going to get it wrong. Me probably more than others, but I'm going to get it wrong. But yeah, I do not have a flow chart for every possible scenario 
of whether or not it is okay to lie here or not. It is completely down to in this situation, I need to make a judgment call now. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that honesty and honesty and integrity are doing your best. And there are going to be times that you fuck it up. And that's, you know, that that happens. I think that an intentional lie of omission. Much like Jenna, I think to Jenna's point, I am going to default to the truth more times than not. But every so often that calculus is going to come down on the other side. Yeah. I, I, as a job, I had to be the person who broke difficult news to people Hmm. for several years. Um, and so I did get good at, (laughs) at taking the information that they had already been given and breaking it down for them in a way that was more palatable. Um, in both cases, they were receiving pepperoni, cheese, flour, water, and, you know, whatever. But in, in one case, you know, the other person had just given them a bag of groceries and said, make your own fucking pizza. And I was delivering it hot and fresh. So it's more palatable. It's more uh, easily digestible. Um, so, uh, and, and I think Jenna, that's what you were talking about with, you make it nicer not necessarily different but just right and put some nice marketing on it whatever um (laughs) that's not that i know i'm joking but yeah it is it is kind of that that more like (laughs) being honest does not mean being brutal brutal honesty is bullshit Mm -hmm. brutal honesty is fucking bullshit and Mm i mm, oh my god anytime somebody's like well i was just being honest you were being unkind. Yes. Yeah. If you were being brutally honest, you were being unkind, and that is uncalled for. Uh, uh, don't do that. Passionate honesty. Okay. Most of the time, it's uncalled yeah. for. I'm Again, say there were safety and survival where, things. Yeah. Uh, but no, like it is. It, mm, no, own the fact that you're being a douchebag right now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, less helpful than a douchebag, and douchebags are awful and shouldn't mm-hmm. be used. Um, hmm. Anyway, uh, no, what was myth that needs to get struck from the fuck? Don't get me started on that. I had a thing. I had a thing. I had a thing. Oh, okay. Um, so we've been talking a lot about lying to other people, but what about lying to yourself? Hmm. Um, like one of the things for me. Uh, I've been in a few open relationship situations and every time I've gotten hurt was when the other person, okay, many times when I've gotten hurt in those situations, it's when the other person wasn't being honest with themselves mm-hmm. about uh, their attractions to another person, about their own uh, emotional state, about what their needs and desires were. So they weren't lying to me they were telling me lies but they weren't lying to me they were lying to themselves first Hmm. uh and by lying to themselves they were trying to make things okay that weren't okay Mm -hmm. 
uh, for whatever reason, that's dumb because I'll pretty much like after a good conversation, either be like, well, that works for me or no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Eh. But like lines that there was one guy that was constantly hanging out with this other chick and it was, and it was, you know, we weren't like a closed thing at all. And I was like, oh, are you guys dating? And he's like, no, uh, they've been married for a very long time at this point. Ooh. <laughs> like now. But at the time, oh. he was just hanging out with her and ah. telling me that they were just friends and that there was mm. no attraction there. And I'm like, mm, I, I, I think there is. Uh, and I'm not I'm still not to this day. I'm not 100 percent certain if he was lying just to me or because he didn't want to have conversations around the fact that he was dating her or if he was lying to himself. Was that a Freudian slip right there? Uh, that was like a Freudian frock and yeah. a petticoat. <laughs> I missed and, it entirely, so uh, I don't know what I said. You, um, you, you, you said something about when he was dating whore? Oh, no, actually, she's a delightful person. Um, she is an individual. No, I have we, little we to no both fault. Heard it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, so I, I still. This is where this Jenna day. is lying to herself about. <laughs> no, actually, she's oh, uh, she's delightful. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not mm. gonna hold her accountable for his shitty behavior. No, yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, there was no other woman shit there. As far as I know, he didn't, they weren't, I don't know if they were dating or not, honestly. So I don't know if he lied to me or if he lied to himself, then lied to me through lying to himself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sometimes you can convince yourself of something accidentally. Mm -hmm. Or you can know something logically and the the lizard hindbrain is still like, that's not. That's not going to happen. But it's it's harder to consciously process. That's that. still lying to yourself, though. Which is get what, better at it. If you're going to be in that kind of a situation, get I mean, better at it. Honestly, that's part of what therapy is about. Sure. Uh, in in yep. many cases, aside from you know um, picking apart trauma and finding out where the root of something is, in order to sort of diffuse that landmine or make it smaller. Um, make the the button smaller and harder to step on. The uh, I, I think the other part of it is, is sometimes your therapist calling you on your bullshit and saying yeah. like, so when you said such and such, um, I noticed this other thing, and and you've said this thing before, and I I have this extremely poignant question that is explicitly about this uh in order to so i for me that's people are very good at at rationalizing i'm often without even realizing it until they've done enough introspective work to be able to feel when they're doing that and for me sometimes i will realize that i am telling a lie of omission or i am evading something that is uncomfortable because I am afraid of the social repercussions or, or something like that. And I, I have started to recognize that instinctual internal reaction. Okay. And to 
push myself to say the thing, even if it's right. even if it feels awful to say it. Well, even if it's just to yourself to start, right? But recognizing, like this is yeah. this is why I don't feel good right now. I'm right. It, there's a conflict between my conscious mind and you know the survival brain. I. Uh, or this, yeah. Uh, yeah. But like Joe and I a week ago had a conversation, mm-hmm. and at one point I was like, I don't feel good right now. Something, mm. something in our conversation is putting me in a bit of a justification defensive space, and I don't know what it is. Hmm. I didn't have all of the information. Yeah. I just had this amount of information. Mm-hmm. And so then he and I were able to explore that together as a space team couple and <laughs> like figure out. And we still never like truly figured out it out, mm-hmm. but at least we were be on, being honest with the information that we had to each other to mm-hmm. be able to talk through what was going on in that situation. We're like, we're not finding the answer in this moment. We're just going to set this aside. We'll move mm-hmm. on. We'll come back to it later if we figure it out. If not, hopefully it's not that fucking important. <laughs> um, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes, but to be honest enough to say this is where I'm at. And there were things once I said that, you know, Joe was like, yeah, there were, there was this, that, and the other thing that was affecting me in these ways. And like, we were able to just have conversations about where we were both at, Mm. at that moment. It's, it's so vitally important to be able to be as honest as you can be, but also to work towards being more honest with yourself Mm -hmm. because that's a part of being as honest as you can be. Right. You can only be as honest about yourself as you recognize for yourself or in yourself. Right. Right. Um, And I think that's my willful ignorance is. Yeah. What? I think that's my problem is I'm just fucking oblivious. (laughs) I I wouldn't say that's your only problem. Um, No, I didn't say it was my only problem. Nobody said it was my only problem, James. (laughs) Is like I don't lie to myself. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, you just don't notice. Sometimes um, that's honestly the case. Uh, I've had yeah. friends point out, you know, like, oh, you you really seem to like that person, uh, and if that will call my attention to it, and I, I will I will realize that that is the case. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, had yeah. that happened to me a few times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, by the time somebody says something like that to me, I'm like, no, we're we're already having 15 babies in my head right now. We're good. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the opposite. You got to say it five times to me before it actually gets through mm, this. Mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. But, anyway, that that was that yeah. was the thing I wanted to say about being honest with yourself is that if you're not honest with yourself. Um, especially in relationship type mm-hmm. situations, whether that's capital R, little R, friendship, coworker, whatever. If you're not honest with yourself, you can't be as honest with other people as they might need you to be. Mm-hmm. And that's detrimental to them. Yeah. Right? It, it is shocking how much cognitive dissonance that the human brain is capable of. Yeah. Of, holding yeah. on to mm-hmm. and i constantly have to remind myself of that um that as much as individually th- all of these 
things seem to fit together and form a cohesive picture and are are my personality and whatever that that's how everyone else feels too and it, it's often a lack mm-hmm. of introspection a lack of uh a lack of consideration of uh, and and testing of your own thoughts and ideas that leads you to feel that way um so this is this is actually one of those areas where i'm like i i feel like i spend too much time hmm. uh being introspective with myself like i've been doing therapy on and off for like 25 years so like at a certain point that's just a thing that starts to to permeate right you're just like baseline now I'm now I'm introspecting this. Now I'm interested. Here's this tool that I used over here. Here's this tool over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I feel like I'm almost consistently honest with myself, which is great. It's it's a lovely feeling to have. Am I lying to myself about how honest I am with myself? You guys, you guys, have I hoodwinked myself with all of my <laughs> with all of my my various therapy tool belt stuff? Do I, am I not being honest? And there'll be people that ask me if I'm being honest with myself and like for any given moment I'm like like I I don't I honestly don't think I've ever had somebody be like are you sure? And I'm like mm, you're projecting just a bit. This is the reaction that you would have, but this is not actually the reaction I'm having. When my mom died, Here's a great example. People are like, Don't, you know, you should just cry or let it out or whatever. And I'm like, nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. I, I, I'm literally having no reaction besides some anger right now. Uh, and they're like, well, but. And I'm like, no, no buts. Nope. Like, this is this mm-hmm. is actively where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Other people would be having different reactions. I dealt with so much of that beforehand that I'm just like. It's, I, I've, I've, I already yeah. lost her years ago. So like, it really, yeah. Um, but it was so hard for other people to grab that they're like, "Well, are you lying to yourself about this?" And I'm like, "Man, I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you, but I don't think so. Like, I, I'm not gonna say I might not be lying to myself, but I don't think I am. Uh, and it was even hard for me to accept that. So, see, my inner psyche is like that five-year-old kid who has no guile. Like, my inner psyche isn't holding back or hiding anything or being nice. My inner psyche is telling me things that, whatever. (laughs) Is this a, uh, I like Hot Wheels, do you want to play Hot Wheels kind of thing? Exactly. Like, like, and, 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 and I don't do introspection. It's not something that I spend any time on. I probably should, but I don't because my inside, inside my brain is going, want to ride bikes. <laughs> like there's no time for, for like trying to justify my feelings mm. or anything like that. My face, mm. my psyche is like, I'm sad now. Let's go. Let's go play with birds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway, unless, any any other thoughts? I'm lying, to my, 
Unless I'm lying to myself about that. I, that's the thing. Oh, like, God. am I? I don't know. Am now. I? You've right? got me questioning shit. that. Now. Am I lying to myself? <laughs> I Fuck. thought I was pretty straightforward, but holy shit. Maybe I'm really deep. I know. I know. Machinations uh, going uh, on. Uh, I think I, I know. Run or ride bikes. Of a time that <laughs> we have all probably lied. Uh for ostensibly both for our own benefit and for the benefit of another person technically may he uh, rest in peace but when you well uh Hmm. i have a former friend who would always say that he was on his way but he was like just getting out of bed and maybe deciding to shower Mm. and get food and yeah whatever that's some horseshit um but a lot of people do it the uh no the reaction to someone else's art this is actually a fun game for me i always find oh. something i can be honest about that is complimentary mm-hmm. uh i always find and it's, that's that's the game to me is like i'm going to be honest Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll, I'll try to be kind about it if it's you know like whatever and if they're not looking for if they're just looking for a pat on the back I will always find something mm-hmm. that I liked about their art mm-hmm. there, there's always something uh, even if it's man you must have put so much work into this mm-hmm. it's honest you, you obviously put a lot of work into this and way overthought every fucking element but you must have put a lot of work into this. Mm-hmm. Honest. Mm-hmm. Um, does it hit the exact spirit? No, you're correct. It does not hit. <laughs> it doesn't hit the true spirit of mm-hmm. integrity, honesty, the but way that I would like to. honesty as opposed to brutal honesty. Um, I, I think that, I mean, it's definitely compassionate. Um, it's, uh, there should be something that's just like a step next to honesty for this. <laughs> okay, it's not, fair it's enough. not fully honest. Like I have a lot of hmm. things that I am omitting from that statement. Well, and I also so, feel uh, like this is part of my intense imposter syndrome uh, is the knowledge that people will do this Hmm. and it's it is because they like me or at least they don't want me to feel shitty about making art right but i mean i've been very honest with you about how i feel about your jokes and yet somehow Mm -hmm. fucking still works for so many people (laughs) like i can actively be here and be like I don't like what you do. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge the artistry in it. And furthermore, I acknowledge that like 90% of the people that you interact with find this to be incredibly delightful. There's your compliment for you. Have oh, some yeah. honesty. I don't get it, <laughs> but it's an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> James exists in the same like space as Conan O'Brien does. Huh. Where I think that's really honest. Find you a mu- well, yeah. no, no, but I don't <laughs> find Conan O'Brien, poor Conan. I don't find either of you amusing at all. 
<laughs> but I can see the genius behind what you're doing. Mm-hmm. See, I wasn't going to go with genius. <laughs> I would. I'm going to be honest. Okay. I'm going to be honest about this. I see real genius in James's comedy. I don't find mm-hmm. it amusing at all. I don't like it. But <laughs> but he's masterful at what he does. I will say masterful. I will give you masterful. Genius is, is a bit too much for me, but I will definitely give you masterful. Okay, maybe genius is is a bit you know, okay. hyperbole. But, but Where everything it, but I have ever told the, the two of you thing. about your it's art a, is completely thing. forthright. <laughs> no, it's 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 true. And and same thing with Conan O'Brien. I never found him mm-hmm. funny. But every time mm-hmm. I watched him, I went, holy shit, this is a master at work. Really well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, okay, should we should we be done with lies? Yeah, should we do, be done lying? Yeah. Um, hair, dear <laughs> listeners. Uh, hair, hair, hair. What do you listeners. think about this? Yeah. Uh, or, or lie to us and tell us what you think about this, but don't lie to Jenna. <laughs> tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> They're going to lie to us and tell us oh, that no, they listen. No, no, no. That's. Um, <laughs> Oh, sure. I listen to the podcast. I would never yeah. lie to you, Jenna. I see you've put great thought into your appearance. Um, oh, holy fuck. <laughs> okay, point the first. I haven't. So now I'm extra offended. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to be recording with you the guys. you think she gets dolled up for us idiots? That, I don't no, think that's the case. No. Yeah. No. No, I, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm wearing a hair kerchief for a reason. All right. <laughs> and you thought about that. So there. Um, mm, anyway, no, dear listener, tell us, tell us a all lot. your thoughts. Tell me all your thoughts on this. Reveal your secrets. Because I'd really like to hear them. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Patton was kind enough to give us the music for this episode and every episode. Uh, you can see what he's up to at brandonpatton.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, but especially you can help us out by rating our show. Uh, check out our merch. You can go to society6.com forward slash AON podcast. Hey, everybody. You should like us on Facebook, apropos of nothing. You could follow us on Twitter at AON podcast. Or you could join our Steam group at AON Podcast. Search for Apropos of Nothing. Yeah. The policy. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the quality of the podcast is going to improve, Jenna. This is. I was, uh, it would only get better if you were <laughs> muted too, James. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all the Jenna, all the time. was everything. <laughs> You're listening to KJA. I'm Salsa. I'm James. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm Jenna. Fuck's oh, sake. Much to the uh, chagrin of all involved, I have unmuted myself. Ta-da. Eh, I can be taught. After 12 years, I've gotten used to it. <laughs> but I had mm-hmm. to for because that one it's time. time for a Fast Five. <gasps> fast Five. five. Today's Fast Five comes to us from... Do you have the drum roll? (laughs) It's not as easy as it looks, is it? I I, I should have looked for the button. I 
I know where the bing button is, but I can't uh-huh. remember where the drum roll button is. Uh-huh. I'll just... uh-huh. <laughs> oh, see that? Uh-huh. I, I can do that without. Th- I don't even have. To okay. Uh huh. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, salsa, honey. That's okay. I'm gonna edit that part out. <laughs> what is our fast five from? Oh my god! Fuck. Shit! Do <clears throat> <clears throat> you want to try it again, salsa? He, yeah, he forgot who the fast five was from. Where yes. were I? Now he's uh, so looking for the button. <clears throat> Let's try this again. <clears throat> we're watching this in real time. All right. Hey. Okay. Hey, hey. Okay. Serious podcast. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Today's Fast Five comes to us from... <laughs> Ooh. Troy, Troy. Oh, that's just going to be a cacophony of amazing Yeah, it's going to be bad, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. That's fantastic. I'm sure Troy cares immensely. Oh, yeah, no. He's going to be torn up about this. Um, yeah. We opening thoughts. I okay. bet you were all sick of me not sending in a fast five. So here's That's, one. I, I yeah. was. I was yeah. angry about it. It had been too mad. Um. Okay. So, question <laughs> number one. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Hmm. Avgolemono. Avgolemono or noodle? What the hell? Or noodle. A A A V G O L E M O N O. Okay. Or noodle. Or noodle. Uh, well, noodle is one of the gorillas. Um, Avgolomono is a soup, apparently. Huh. So uh, Avgolomono is a Greek lemon chicken soup. Ooh, or chicken noodle. Oh, is that is oh, that the noodle. the soup that uh, Troy and Tom have been talking about? Oh, that Greek yeah. lemon soup. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Discord. Yeah. You, you could you could look at our what you've been making, what you've been yeah. cooking area or whatever, and and read their conversation. Yeah, I think I think Tom had said that think, they were working on an avgolomono, and I I said uh, I hope that you got antibiotics or something. Oh sure. Yeah. No, I think I think the two of them have been having extensive conversations about that particular yeah. soup. Uh, so that Greek lemon chicken soup or noodles, uh, which kind of chicken soup do you prefer when you're sick? Uh, chicken noodle, actually mm-hmm. chicken wild rice, but. Oh, hmm. I think, I mean, chicken, I see I haven't had avgolomono, but I tend to prefer savory over sour or sweet. In most cases, I like sour candy, but I tend to veer away from a lot of citric f- foods 
an overly citric person myself, which is a mm. shame because I can actually eat citrus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I like lime. Sure. I And I like them. lemonade, but I don't like yeah. a lot of it. I don't, I don't mm. want it like so incredibly. Mm. As, I, I like it almost despite the citrus mm-hmm. aspect to Interesting. it. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not a huge I, orange, I, oranges person at all. Really? I like nope. I like citrus a lot. I made I made uh, for dinner today. I made uh, mm-hmm. lime or chili lime chicken tacos. Mm. And see, like <gasps> that Fantastic. sounds really good. That. And when they were describing the the soup, the the lemon chicken soup, I was like, that could be really mm. good. But my brain automatically gets confused by that. See, like when you're cooking, acid mm-hmm. is one of the flavors that, yeah. that you want to bring out. And mm-hmm. the ways to get acid is either like vinegar or right. citrus. And I don't I do like, like a bit vinegar of vinegar that much. Yeah, I'm I like a vinegar. vinegar person. I'm a vinegar I, over citrus person. And, that, and that's completely okay, which is why we're not compatible. And, and I'm in general. There, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Salsa. I'm sorry. I know. I know you've been uh, harboring like, these feelings. I cannot eat. I cannot like, sleep. You know, I say I'm not a citrus person, but I do like lime a lot. Like, I love mm. mojitos. Mm-hmm. I like what lime ginger things. Uh, I, I like limoncello. Yeah? But, like, I don't... I don't like things that are super lemony or super limey. Like I, there's like, it's almost like I get to a certain point mm-hmm. in my, my, the, the actual sharp citrus aspect of it. And then there's just like a, like, like a cat getting pet. Like at a certain point, I'm just done. And I walk the fuck away. Yeah. Like, yep. Keep petting me. Yeah. Oh, this is great. This is awesome. Nope. And I'm out. Like yeah. it, it's yeah. it's kind of like that. A, I love a good like lemon pepper steak or something like that. I do. I love a lemon pepper chicken and a, a little think, lemon pepper is okay. But yeah. like if if you're like a whole ass lemon soup, no, I I do not think that would be. Think, oh, that's me. right. We're I talking about soup. Try it. So here's the yeah. thing right. about soup. When soup is <laughs> oh do tell when soup is soupy, I don't like that. When soup, I I, I had no idea. Stewy, mm-hmm. then we can talk. I, and I wish you had said something pictures, sooner. Just from the pictures, <laughs> just from the pictures we that I looked oh. at online, mm. it mm, looked mm-hmm. like this Avogadro it's... stuff was <laughs> was was thicker. And uh, what was it? it of Golomono. Of 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 Golomono. Yes. Yeah. Um, it looked like it was thicker and I can get behind that. Whereas chicken noodle soup is thin and watery and brothy and uh homie oh, don't play that. I so love a that's broth. That's where I'm going down on this. I used to know somebody who would drain all the water from their ramen. Yeah. And then oh, yeah, mix that the way. flavor packet in with the, the damp noodles. Mm. And I get it. But also, I love that broth. I I also love and miss that broth. No, what I do, what I do is mm-hmm. I, I put in the flavor, I, I, I drain it so it's just noodles, and then I put in that flavor okay. packet and mix it all in, 
And then I put mm-hmm. the whole thing in a skillet and I cook okay. it with okay. rice vinegar and uh, soy sauce and a little bit of brown sugar. Huh. I thought you didn't and like vinegar. And I make, I don't, but I, I didn't say that I hated it. I prefer citrus, but, uh, but okay. rice vinegar is necessary for this, for this recipe. Also rice vinegar is um, very different from like, it yeah, is. But then you, I know little, little I was soy a sauce, little rice, wine oh, vinegar, yeah. and I recognize a little it. bit of brown sugar and you make like a sweet and sour <laughs> sauce. for the Okay. Noodles. And then you, you pan fry that. And it's really, really, really good. Hmm. Way better than yeah. the broth. See, I like making uh, one of one of the the many poverty recipes that I have is ramen and rice, oh. where you make ramen. Mm-hmm. And what? And this is this is how poverty this one is. Uh, a packet of ramen, and you would measure out the water, so that um, it was a one to one. With however much rice you wanted. Oh. Hmm. Because, uh, and it was minute rice. Like, it wasn't even nutritional value. This is purely getting things into your stomach so you're not right. starving. Kind yeah. of levels of stuff. Um, but yeah, then you would just want to one that with minute rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would set everything to boil. You'd let the ramen go for like maybe two minutes. Dump in the minute rice, turn everything da- off, put a lid on it, and wait five to seven minutes. Hmm. And that was it. Uh, and for 17 fucking cents, you mm-hmm. had yourself at least two, maybe three meals mm-hmm. to carry you through. Wow. That's my biggest pet. It's also a weird comfort food for me. Aww. Hmm. It, it reminds me of my, my poverty-stricken childhood. Uh, so you know, like yeah, whatever. Ramen yeah, will always ramen remind me of, like of growing up on the farm and making quick and easy, extraordinarily cheap food. Yep, for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, I'm going noodle. I I gotta go noodle too, because I like I love citrus when citrus is the point of the dish. And, uh, so like chili lime shrimp, uh, tacos or, um, lemoncello or that kind of thing. Uh, and I would have to find out if Avgolomono is the same kind of a thing. Avgolomono. We are probably butchering that conversation. The emphasis is on the ma. Avgolomono. Avgolomono. Mm-hmm. The G is there, but it's a lighter G, almost silent. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely more fun to say. Oh, it's a broth made of eggs, lots of It's the kissing soup. Interesting. I, I would yeah. try it. I'd, I'll try honestly, it yeah, I I'm down to try it. I because uh, it's they. I, if I I'm remember, pretty sure I have had this, and I wasn't a huge fan, so that's also a part of it for me. If this is the soup that we've been seeing in the uh, what you've been making chat, it looks good to me. Like it looks delicious, so I would definitely try it. I'm I'll, I eat a lot of foods with my eyes first, so I yeah. believe this about you. Don't, don't all right, what's all the do. next question? That's 
like nope i go in blindfolded every time one james nope nope hmm. every time joe and i go to a new restaurant he has to blindfold me at the front door mm-hmm. and navigate me to the it's eyes nose tongue that's that is the rule of cooking nope. it's eyes nose tongue this explains nope. why salsa doesn't like vinegar <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You taste it. That is the order. Yeah. You see the food, you smell the food, you taste the food. This mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. <sighs> question number two. Okay. <laughs> Sports drink or Pedialyte? Oh, if you're sick, what what's your preference? Um if you have the the Rias. Uh, if I have the Rias, probably Pedialyte. Do you mean but diarrhea? Like, yep. Uh-huh. Then don't lie to yourself, James. Just say diarrhea. <laughs> I believe I was being real. Oh, I take no. back everything I said about <laughs> that was that was clearly a moment of madness on my part. Yeah. Yep. I figured. Uh-huh. Um. So, yeah, I think I've never had Pedialyte. Um, it will definitely replenish you faster than just about everything. Although I'm, I am a pickle juice person and I know, I know that's Mm -hmm. Renfest carryover. Don't care. It fucking works. I'm with you. Absolutely. Fucking lutely works. Uh, but otherwise, uh, blue Powerade. So fine balance for me with pickle juice. Where if I exceed that balance, then I have diarrhea. Uh, so if I were trying to treat that condition, I think I would be m- more inclined to go with a sports drink or with uh, with Pedialyte. Um, no, you, for me, you need to fight fire with fire, James. More <laughs> fire. Um, oh, God, this so. got real shitty. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would say uh, that I would go with sports drink first because it's less expensive and more widely available. Uh, mm. But if if it's bad, if I'm on like day two of just like yeah, like yeah, yeah. if it's I, if go it's diarrhea, I'm probably going Pedialyte. If it's yeah. anything else, just exhaustion, generalized dehydration. It's a sunny day out at a Ren fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much anything other than like active diarrhea or other similar sick, sick kind of symptoms, uh, sports drink. The only time I drink Pedialyte is when it tastes good and it only tastes good when you're doing really fucking badly. Hmm. Uh, it's gotta be seven up and Gatorade. That's, Uh. that's the magic. Ginger ale. But yeah, ginger ale, seven up slash I'm ginger not... ale and Gatorade. No. I don't, no, again, I, I don't am, think I'm... I've ever had. Pedialyte, I should have tried so. that. Yeah. yeah. It's Gatorade ginger you can right. stand on basically. Yeah. yeah. Question number three. Eat or starve. Do you starve a cold or feed a f- fever? Uh, do you starve a cold, feed a fever or feed a cold starve a fever. Feed a cold starve a flu is the saying. 
Oh. Um, no, I was pretty sure it was fever, actually. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure it's fecal. Cold starve a flu. Oh, hmm. let's. I could be wrong, but that's what I've always heard. Feed a fever, starve a cold. Ooh. Is an adage that's been around for centuries. The idea most likely originated during the Middle Ages when people believed there were two kinds of illnesses. The illness caused by low temperatures, such as a cold, needed to be fueled, so eating was recommended. Uh, the seeing, other temperature would be fever. I am seeing feed a cold, starve a fever. Feed uh-huh. a cold, starve a flu, and uh-huh. feed a cold, drown the flu. Oh, sure. You just keep drinking fluids. Just all to... of the fluids. Which, sure. I mean, I've, I feel like that might be a more modern take, but huh, this did actually originate in the Middle Ages before they knew what a flu was. Mm. Uh, so, that, yeah. No, I'm going to say... Fair. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the, I'm like, well, no, I, start... I know this one. I talked no, about it fair. in history class. When we were talking about humors and shit. So, yeah. I had always heard flu, but yeah, it looks like the fever oh, is the you, most. You got the new contemporary version of the Bible. That's fine. <laughs> I have the King James <laughs> version of, of folk medicine. You leave me out of this. All right. So. <laughs> oh, sweetie, you're not king. Look, they had those crowns at Burger King, and I got okay. one for a birthday. Okay. No, no, it's okay. when we say that it's just, it's apostrophe K I N G. Yes, King that James. story checks out. Yeah, that's yeah. that's when the recording kicks on halfway through the sentence. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, um, feed so... Or starve, which I don't like to not eat. Um. But I can. Um, <laughs> I literally go all day without eating at fest all the time. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I like it. Um, if I'm, I, uh... I'm a glutton, I'll take uh, eat. I'm always going to try to push fluids regardless of if I'm eating or not. Mm-hmm. And if... If I can stomach food, I will eat. Mm-hmm. If my stomach is not up for food, then I'm not going to eat. Because eventually, five to ten minutes later, uh, it's going to be the same situation. Yeah. So. I think. Sorry, go ahead. Um, When I was pregnant, I actually didn't have morning sickness. Uh, and I went in for like a, a check and they gave me prenatal vitamins. Hmm. Um, and I started getting sick and I was like, what the hell? And then I like a week afterwards, I'm reading the side of my package and I'm like, may cause nausea and or vomiting. And I'm like, what the fuck is your point then? <laughs> so I stopped taking the prenatal vitamins and I just started having like slim fast and ensure on top of all of the other things that I was mm-hmm. eating. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's kind of my point is that if, if, if I'm puking, I'm not eating. Because yeah. uh, why? Now I'm just uh, making more work yeah. for myself. Um, I might try to have like gummy vitamins and like a, a Pedialyte or other similar sure. electrolyte type things. But yeah, if I can't eat, I can't eat. That's if I'm throwing up, uh, I'm gonna eat things, but I'm gonna eat stuff that doesn't have corners. Uh, is the advice that 
is passed around the friend group. Don't don't eat anything that's going to be unpleasant to toss back oh. up. Uh, and then the <clears throat> when I am very sick, I f- find that I am hungry for soup. I'm also always hungry for soup, but I find that nothing else sounds good to me except soup. Um, so yeah, like I I do keep just bone broth around on the regular for mm. for, but that's still to me more of a drinking thing. There is a specific acronym, and I can't remember what it is. It's, it, it might be bread. Yeah, bread, rice, applesauce, toast, Keef. or whatever. Yeah. Keef, yes. Keef? Keef. Mm. Keef. Um, but yeah, the, the brat diet, uh, for sure. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, the thing that I would say on this one is obviously if you can't keep food down Mm -hmm. eating food is pointless (sighs) but if you're sick and can keep food down but aren't hungry you should still Mm -hmm. eat because you're sick and your body needs Mm. energy to recover you need when I can your body somehow when I can eat, but I'm not hungry, Chinese food. Oh. Fried rice. Mm-hmm. Oh. A uh, little uh, beef and broccoli or chicken cashew or something that is not overly exciting, exciting, but mm-hmm. still like, I for some reason, I can always just eat Chinese food regardless of where I'm at mm-hmm. on the hunger scale. Mm-hmm. So whether I'm sick or not, anytime, like if it's before a performance, right? I don't eat well for a few hours before a performance, but if I got to eat something, Chinese food. I can almost always eat some Chinese food. Chinese food would not stay down for me if I'm sick. Uh This is going to sound really bizarre. (laughs) I thought you were going to say racist. Continue. (laughs) No, no, this is going to sound bizarre, but when I'm really (laughs) sick and nothing sounds appetizing, a McDonald's cheeseburger. Ah. No, I get it. Yeah. It's I tried to have that before a show and I threw it up. It's bread and meat and cheese, and that's kind of it's it's kind of like food. Bringing your expectations down to your stomach's level is what (laughs) you're doing. It's barely flavorless. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. I get it. But it's food. And it's Uh, it's like James said, it doesn't have corners. It's pretty soft. Yeah. So there is that. There is that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that when I had um, nervous, you know, pre-show jitters and I ate a McDonald's cheeseburger and threw it up, that uh, it, it wasn't a bad experience, honestly. Um, but yeah. Uh, Probably could have done without that. We should move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, so wait, what what were the options? Starve or feed? Uh, feed or starve. No, eat or, or starve. Eat or starve. Eat or starve. I'm going to go eat. with eat. Yeah, I think, I think we all did. Yeet. Yeah. All right. Question number four. Mm-hmm. Sweat or sleep? Do you take medication that lets you knock out through it? Or do you try to... I was going to say, I'm perimenopausal. The answer is yes. Oh. Um, um, sorry. 
<laughs> That's. Uh... I did a lot of both this last week. Like I would just I don't wake up like after nine hours soaked. When when you have a fever, yeah. do you try to bundle up and just sweat it all out? Like just make mm-hmm. it finish doing its thing? Mm-hmm. Or do you take yourself out of your blankets so that you can sleep properly? Mm. Uh and I I'm probably yeah. I don't I don't care if I'm sweating or not. Like I've I've gotten over that over the past couple of years. But like, if I don't get sleep, mm-hmm. nah, no. Nope. Then everybody sleep suffers. is the number one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the last time Salsa? I called you up at three in the morning and I was like, "Fuck you!" And then I oh, that was you. Up. <laughs> Oh, no. that just I'm sorry. That happens to me all the time. So I wasn't sure. That's true. Which I was about I'm to say which about. time, which time. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like sweating, but I do like sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm 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 with you on the sleep thing. I, I threw sleep. an extra comforter on so that I could sleep at all because I was so chilled. Sure. And then uh, I would just wake up just in a pool of sweat, basically. Um, but I was also taking Benadryl for my sinuses and stuff mm. um, and to keep my lungs clear. And I like two of those uh, will just that'll take down a rhino. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Benadryl will destroy you. But yeah, I don't I take Benadryl at all. I, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a NyQuil, DayQuil person. I take DayQuil for allergies, for illness, for whatever. Like, yeah. Uh, except for if I'm having like an active, like hive allergic reaction, or like if I ate something Mm. that I'm allergic to, then I'll take a Benadryl. Sure. That's a different system. But if I'm just Mm -hmm. having allergy, uh, symptoms like external, Mm -hmm. like sneezing and snot and all the rest of that. Yeah. Absolutely the best thing for me. No, I, I, I used to take Benadryl for allergies. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, then I started swallowing swords and performing on stage during, you know, tree sex season. And I needed to find I, something that was non drowsy. So yeah. is he I eventually found with a, a sword in him? Just, just nose dripping all over, making just rusting oh, metal. Black. Um, <laughs> No, I, I, yeah, I, I like Aquil? Benadryl, but I, I can't do it anymore. So I do Nyquil yeah. and Dayquil now. Yep. And and then I found a yeah. generic allergy med that works well enough to get me through the day. Oh, yeah, like okay. uh, like a Claritin yeah. or something. Yeah. Like it's probably not. Oh, Claritin does nothing for me. Claritin huh. is useless for me. Yeah, I take I take I've taken the max dose like for an entire day, like uh, for all of the hour stuff and everything. Not a goddamn thing. Hmm. I'm like, well, that was a lot of money I spent to have zero response. No, it's it's one of the generic Walgreens brands. That, oh yeah, that actually, like Walfed or oh. something. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Uh, all right. Question number that was four, right? So question number yes. five. <laughs> five, five, five. Shower mm. or sweater. Which do you find more comforting, taking a long shower or putting on a sweater? 
Specifically, probably when you're sick. Long shower. Um, I always feel better after a shower when I'm sick. Oh, yeah. But it is so hard to get me out of that nice, comfy sweater that I put on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's comforting me now. <laughs> I'm sure that future Jenna will appreciate this shower, but now Jenna. Sure now Jenna wants this sweater. Thing. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go sweater. Mm. I know the shower is better for me and mm. will make me feel better overall, but eh, sweater. <clears throat> I'm going to go sweater for this, for what Jenna said. Uh, when, when I'm doing unwell, I save the shower for the end. Huh. Like I'm yeah. done with that. That's done. Now it's refresh time. Mm-hmm. And, sure. and now we're, now this is, this is like the, the, the moment of, of what's that called? The event horizon where I was oh, yeah. bad. Now I'm good. The, the you know, point of like no this return. Is yeah. The, the refresh. Mm-hmm wash off the old you know i'm gonna whereas i will wallow in a sweater Mm. for as long as it takes yeah i uh i'm gonna go shower okay Mm -hmm. right now as a matter of fact excuse me i'm gonna (laughs) oh good he's going all right thank god um yeah so uh we've got some things to talk about uh so um that replacement for James that we've been talking about. When do yeah. we want to initiate that plan? Uh, how can can we retroactive that? Can we just bring them on right now? Know, right. Ugh. Oh, I forgot my towel. Well, I might as well oh, finish God. the hey, Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, towel. Get your towel. Put that on. Put that on. Fuck. God. Uh, my God. Um, <laughs> going back to the context. Uh, Yay, context. Av golomono or noodle. I'm I'm gonna get so much flack for how I pronounce this. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, uh, <clears throat> we all are. I know, right? When you're sick, do hey. you prefer to eat av golomono, uh, okay. chicken and orzo, or rice soup with egg and lemon, making it thick, or mm-hmm. chicken noodle soup? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Uh-oh. salsa. I know you don't like soup, but still have to choose. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, try. Oh, I think. Go. I think last we spoke, we were fighting. We are no longer fighting. <laughs> um, Has this come up before on the podcast, we'll just wait for it to come around. Again. I, I've I've never heard of it, salsa. I don't, I don't know where this is. <laughs> uh, apparently, I've expressed my dislike before. Uh, A few times. I don't know, not, man. Like I took a hit to the head. I don't I remember don't know anything. Who I tell things to. <laughs> okay, That's but how do you accurate. feel about soup, salsa? Do you... I like oh, I like awesome. more of a I love it firm salsa, no, like a chunky salsa, meal. not uh-huh. like a watery resta- restaurante salsa. Y- you like a chunky salsa? I I'm in luck, like, honestly. The best <laughs> is homemade salsa. What I do, James, mm. you'll love this. I start with garlic and onions. I put it on Fuck the stove. You. And, and I decide... Fuck <laughs> you. I saw it a second and a half before it happened. And I was... Uh, oh, not me. God I was, damn it. I was blindsided. Fucking asshole. Uh, oh, I hate everybody fuck. here. Question number two. Sports Drinker Pedialyte. When trying to stay hydrated while sick. 
do you prefer a okay. drink of sports drink or Pedialyte? I think we. I think if I'm desperate, yeah. I'll, I'll do. We, I'll we do pretty Pedialyte. much covered yeah. that one. Yeah. Nail that one. Question number three eat or starve? <laughs> Assuming you can keep food down, okay. do you tend to eat well more when sick or eat very little? Eat, eat very little. I try to make myself eat as much as possible. Um, I, I, I generally get grazing right. foods. Oh, okay. So like mm. nuts, trail mix. Um, I have huh. dried craisins. Uh, things that are going to give me nutrients because that is how yeah. you get better faster. All if you of those give your amazing when I'm well. Mm-hmm. What? Saltines? Did you do saltines oh, as yeah. a kid? Yep. I Absolutely. Do now. Yeah. Well, I'll have a... for when you're sick, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah that no, that's what I mean. Is when you're sick because you, we got we got Sprite and saltines. That was that yeah. was. Although a hot a... fucking tip, y'all. Mm-hmm. Replace your saltines with oyster crackers. Huh. Oh, there are way better crackers now. Yeah. Oh, sure. But oyster crackers, like I I don't gluten anymore, but like oyster crackers, you can just grab a handful at a time, you're chucking them in your mouth, they come together real nice like yeah. Swap out Triscuits. your saltines for oyster crackers. Triscuits. Mm, they're not bland good, enough. But yeah, it's not They're not, not sick time sick bland feed. enough. Yeah. 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 I, I would say, um, which is why I do the McDonald's burger. But anyway, usually well, yeah. I will do a, uh, a can of soup and mm-hmm. like a half sleeve of saltines. Even after I'm done with the soup, I'll still eat more saltines and then I'll oh, chase I it down do with a anymore. bunch of water and uh, and stuff. So, yeah, right. no, I do. Um, I do general soups, uh, crackers, um, <laughs> kernel. Uh, <laughs> corn um but uh got distracted god damn it um uh also just like uh buttered noodles mm. oh um, yeah yeah butter noodles yeah good. just uh, buttered noodles a little, little bit of crack pepper oh on it. definitely when i'm sick buttered noodles when uh, i'm sick is so good i mean maybe i should try it now but did you have a buttered noodle experience no Buttered Not necessarily. Rice. Buttered rice. Rice is really good for when you're sick. My dad used to make me um, beef consomme. Used to heat up beef consomme, uh, and then it's I would get that with consume, a consume, James. Oh yeah, beef consume. Uh, and I <laughs> beef consumption. The um, the related to cowpox, and I. Uh, would have that with um, a little bit of plain white rice uh, and like occasionally it wouldn't be plain white rice. It would be, it would have a little bit of butter or a little bit of salt sprinkled over it. But that mm-hmm. was like, if I was not keeping stuff down, that was. Well, yeah. Isn't, isn't consomme made with more of like the, Ge- gelatinous bone type stuff. Basically. Like it's usually a broth or a, a bone broth base kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like bone broth is the best fucking oh thing you can God, have yes. when you're sick. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It is the um it's like beef pedialyte, basically. <laughs> um yeah, no, I think we I think we've pretty much nailed so far 
Yeah. Question number four. Which part of having COVID is worse? Being really sweaty or being exhausted and not able to sleep? Oh my God. Again, I'm perimenopausal. I'm sweaty all the time. That doesn't fucking matter anymore. No, uh, be the fatigue is so goddamn real. Yeah. Like it is. So every time somebody, uh, gets COVID, I'm like, okay, uh, you just tested positive for COVID. You're still feeling a little bit of energy. You DoorDash use some plates just like plastic plate, plates, mm-hmm, spoons, mm-hmm. whatever. Fuck the environment right now. You're on survival mode. You get yourself yeah. um, anything that is going to make your life easier for the next two weeks when you are unable to move your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, that fatigue is fucking unreal. Yeah. Ugh. Uh I've had people be like, oh, thanks for the tip. And then like three days later, they're like, we should have listened. And I'm like, why do people not listen to me? <laughs> Who said that? Fuck. Oh, piss off, Salsa. What are you um, doing in his house? I don't, uh, yeah, what am no, I it, doing in his house? Shit, I got to go. Yeah, no, like, like I said earlier, <laughs> I, I was like, I'm going to watch Netflix. And then I didn't even have the energy to watch Netflix. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The fatigue is... Though it's so bad, fuck, so bad. You, yeah, I'm. I was so exhausted, I didn't even care that I was sweating. Yeah, same. Well, it gave me a good reason to drag my ass out of bed and get into a shower. Um, You were able to drag yourself out of bed. Congratulations. Maybe once or twice a day, like when I was in using the restroom. Anyway, I would be like, you know what, I'm. I'm gonna just finish up here and just yeah. (laughs) Just let the water run for a little. Yeah. All right. All right. Question number five. Shower oh, or sweater. Uh, looks like Jenna nailed this one too. What mm. makes you feel, which makes you feel better when you're sick? Taking a shower or mm. wearing a comfy sweater? Brackets. I will also accept sweatshirt as a substitute just for Jenna. Close brackets. Okay. Oh. So thank you for that. I I appreciate it. I I still go sweater. I'm not a huge sweatshirt person, although the occasional hoodie, maybe I guess. But piss off. (laughs) Huge fucking ego and a huge ass attitude. So fuck it. Um. Yeah, I I uh, I I appreciate the distinction, but the Mm. answer remains unchanged. (laughs) I know that a shower will make me feel better, but in the moment, Hmm. oh, God damn, do I like my cozy sweaters. Um, I'm I'm going to go with sweater or sweatshirt. I don't know the difference there. What's the fucking difference? Um, So that one. One of them is a very closely woven machine fabricated garment. And the other. Oh my is... god! So like a button up is a sweater? Is that what you're telling me? Sure. Yeah. No. What? There's t-shirts and there's no. long sleeve shirts. That's what you got. Nope. You okay. Incorrect. Yeah. About everything. Jenna Salsa is clearly wrong about this, and you and I just have to accept that. Yeah. It's okay. Not with that. gonna be right about it. Um, <laughs> I've made peace with that. Shower. I 
shower. I don't care if I'm wrong or not. I just don't know the difference. So I'm going to go with whatever that one, whatever I'm wearing now <laughs> is that thing. What what you're wearing right now is a sweatshirt. Okay. It's a hooded sweatshirt. Also yes. known as a sweater. Nope. No, it is not. Um, it's, I'm, I put a sweater on. It's sometimes called a bunny hug. Wearing. Uh, no, nobody on the planet has or a hoodie. That, Jenna, a pullover hoodie, a pullover hoodie. I would a accept pullover, pullover mm-hmm. hoodie. Yep, pullover hoodie or a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah all of them are are sweaters. It's nope. no, they are definitely These not. These are all different types of sweaters. They're no, <laughs> no, no, they definitely aren't. They are not. I I sweat <clears throat> when I'm wearing it. It's a sweater. That, that just means you're a sweater. That doesn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> that makes it. That actually more legitimately makes it a sweatshirt. Actually, yeah, it is a literal it's sweatshirt. A it's not a shirt. It is a shirt. It. It's not. How is it's it a not a shirt? It's, it's not it's a, a sweater. Oh. A shirt is. No. This is a. This is a shirt. This is right here. Is a shirt. This is a sweater. It anyway. It's not, not a sweater. And it is a shirt. This is a sweater. Yes, do you, do you see the nice, the nice kind Woven. of knit, yeah. woveny knit thing going on here, where somebody, uh, possibly my grandma thirty years ago, like actually knit and or crocheted. See, do you see the knit on this, where a machine knit this fabric? That's no, that's it's not a knit. Possibly thirty years ago. That's a fleece jersey. That's ago. not knit. Yeah, this that's also that's... you're st- you're still wrong. You it's were not, so wrong. Sweater, whatever. <laughs> no, Look, no, sweaters, it's not. And then under sweaters, are we have all discovered the another thing that salsa so is very incapable wrong. of determining. So very fucking wrong. You know. The, yep. All right, sweaters. was that it? That, yep. That's uh, that's number so five. We have. Yeah, I am suffering through my first bout of COVID. I'm so glad oh. I had all the vaccinations oh. and boosters available. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. imagine what this would have been like without them. Thanks, science. Uh, Get well soon, here. Troy. Uh, indeed. Well, I mean, this was sent a few weeks ago, so. Well, definitely get well soon. Shit. Hey, oh, there God, you are. So yeah. Um, really mm-hmm. dragging this out, pal. This was <laughs> not marked time sensitive. I have no excuse. Uh, or, or no. You have all excuse. No, you don't. I have all, I you have never do. You have no excuse. I have no excuse. <laughs> I have no excuse. You heard it here first. That goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, because of this well i just have no excuse <laughs> all right, all right. Um, anyway yeah. god damn uh thank you to troy that has been a fast five uh yeah, if you would like to send in a fast five please go to the website a1podcast.com click on the submit a fast five and uh fill out the form that's all you got to do took me a second it's been a couple weeks since i had Um, anyway uh does anybody have a shout out um i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and give a shout out to my Mm. boyfriend uh we had valentine's day meets as is our tradition Mm. uh there was some foie gras there was some pate Mm um we uh, fried an egg in the foie gras juices. Oh, God, it was fucking tasty. 
Um, we also had bagels with cream cheese and lox because we were both sick with COVID for New Year's. Whoa. And that's our New Year's tradition. Yeah. So basically, we had a couple oh. of holidays in one day. Uh, and he just fed me a bunch of food oh. and then helped me clean my house. And that's how he shows he loves me. And I love it. It's wonderful. The that's end. Great. Um, my shout out is going to be for my nesting partner, my primary Jax, uh, who brought me soup and to like, took care of me while still maintaining quarantine and just like all of, all of my partners and all of my friends and just everybody have been fucking incredible, uh, through this, but yeah, um, soup and pillows and blankets and stuff just mm. wonderful yeah <clears throat> all right well i i feel like i should be peer pressured into uh saying my wife at this moment in time not a I, goddamn thing that's going to peer pressure your ass exactly um <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact you're I, less likely to say it now mhm yeah pretty much um, yeah, actually, Salsa was going to say his wife, but then we came in yeah, here. And right. <laughs> now he's um, got to choose something else. Yep. No, it, it's uh, so much. It, it, it's been a very busy couple weeks, so ooh, boy. Uh, I'm going to give my shout out. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to give my shout out to James and Jenna. Oh. I'm confused. What's happening? I have been James, doing I'm this scared. bullshit <laughs> for mm. 13 years now. Jesus oh. Christ. Somewhere in there. Ooh. And y'all put up with my bullshit every day. <laughs> Do we? Every week, I should say. <laughs> put up with my hatred of humanity. Times it's and daily. Um, <laughs> no, you too. Are amazing co-hosts. Even when I bail at the last second because my boss hands me wild tickets. Um, <laughs> so miffed. I, I know you so were. miffed. I, 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 like, I had somebody lined up too. That was I the know. thing. She handed me the tickets and I went, these are amazing. Jenna's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he skipped out of the building singing. Uh. No, I genuinely felt bad about that. I really, really did. But I also <laughs> knew that, that uh, mm. our guest would understand. I, uh, if, but, if it was a different guest, I, I would have gone from myth to pissed. Let's be clear. Yeah. Our guest no, is a very, for that, was a completely valid. understanding completely friend of ours. Completely valid. So. Mm -hmm. and yeah. No, James and Jenna are amazing, and I've been doing this for a long time, and the reason I keep doing this is because I'm still having fun, and Aww. it's because of you two. So thank you. Oh, I don't know what to do, but thank you, right, I now, guess. Now, um, now I hate you bleh. both. Now, okay, Aww. it feels better. Aww. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that was hard. I, okay. Yeah. Um, do either of you have a, anything to plug? I have a thing to plug. <gasps> in, in a week and a half, there will be the second annual 
Monster Science Awards. Ooh. Uh, this is going to happen Thursday, March 2nd at 7 p.m. at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, the return of the magical star-studded gala of evening of the very best and horrifying monstrosities of 2022. Join the Reverend Matt and Laura Riley as they recognize all the greatest achievements in monster creation and discovery of the year. Best paleontology, best cryptozoology, movies and books, best story with a whole bunch of dimensions, best thing that Gilmore del Toro <laughs> did, and many, many more. Um, in the absence of the monsters themselves, awards will be accepted by a murderous row of exceptional local theater talent. Um, this year's lineup includes Allison Anderson, Shannon Custer, Calvin Hatley, Sam Landman, Heather Mayer, uh, Nissa Nordland Morgan, Bao Hui, uh, Ariel Pinkerton, Jen Scott, Boo Sergensen, Tim Uren, Leslie Vincent, Duck Washington, Eric Webster, Joe Weiner, and Jenna Young. <sighs> Boom. I get to play with all of these people, and I am so excited. That is fantastic. Name these dropper. people are, I just got <laughs> so many. Oh, I can't believe that I get to, to hang out with these people and be a, mm. and share a stage with them in any capacity. So I am I can't super excited you for this. I Jenna Young. Uh, yeah. I'm Always just kind of a bitch, Jenna. honestly. Oh, oh, I heard she's a massive <laughs> bitch. Massive kind of bitch. a horror that's too. That's the appeal. Yeah. It's, it just pulls you in. Because <laughs> that's how gravity works. Making the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. Uh, anyway, uh. so that's what I've got coming up. Um, I expect that tickets will sell out. Hmm. I don't believe they have yet. But if you are interested in it, there is already like 78 people that said they're interested. Wow. I think, yeah. 73 interested, 15 going. So that's already more than BLB has space for. So figure your life out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Uh, I was, oh, I sorry. dream sometimes. Okay. All right. Whatever. Uh, sorry, I, I was sick through all of my shows. Oh, oh sweet peace. I uh, f- yeah, four four fucking shows. Uh, uh-huh. just sick through. I I did. I managed one of them. Uh, but fuck. Yeah. Mm. Well, <sighs> such is life. All right. Sorry to hear that. Well, uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, buckle up for the sex. Uh, no, for my schedule. Oh, shit. All right. It's that time of year again, huh? Uh, (laughs) starting to get into it. This coming Saturday is World Sword Swallowers Day. This Saturday. Okay. Yep. You don't have to do anything about it. It's it's coming up, (laughs) but I wanted to make sure that that was out there. However, Mm. shortly after that, on March 2nd, Thursday, March 2nd, uh, is a the Monster show. Science Awards. Yep, Thursday, March second. <laughs> you know, look, look, I'm gonna let you finish. But <laughs> Thursday, uh. March second, at Shakopee House in Shakopee, 
is the North Star Circus Show. Wherein mm-hmm. somebody you may have heard of is going to be performing. Casimir the Hungry is going to be performing Never with the North Star of that Circus. Asshole. Yeah, Casimir joined the North Star Circus and is going to be performing there. Uh, on I Thursday. am very excited that you have a circus to play with. That's pretty it cool. pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that is Thursday, March 2nd. Uh, Saturday, March 4th, uh, Casimir the Hungry will mm-hmm. be performing at the Euphoric Inc. art show in St. Cloud. Uh, oh. Two shows there. All right. Um, let me see. Da, 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 there was something else coming up here. Uh, March 24th and 25th and 26th mm-hmm. is Fearless Fest. Oh. That's coming up. Right now, we are a little over half booked. We need more acts. So, if you would like to perform at Fearless Fest, you should uh, fill out the forms. If you got an idea, do it. As long as it's comedy related, yes. Mm-hmm. Apply. I will have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, but Apply yeah, yourself! Yes. And if you, <laughs> uh, even if you don't perform, um, we'll obviously be talking about that as it gets a little closer as well. Mm-hmm. About how to watch and donate uh, to that. Uh, that's a month out. I'll stop there. Um, because yeah, after that is where we start getting to, into, you know, the the super season. fun, all the t- yeah, all of that stuff. So, yeah, so. a couple cast right. stuff going on. So anyway, that's yeah. what I've got for now. Uh, all right. Does anybody have any final thoughts? Bye bye. I love you. Bye bye bye. In that case, thank you so very much to everybody who listens to this podcast. Thank you to Troy to Troy for sending in the fast five. On behalf of myself and James and Jenna, eat the fucking cake. (laughs) Come here, my rubber orangutan. Let me feel your nipples. (laughs) 